all right, good people. We ready to get into it? I'm yeah. ready. I, I, yeah, I ain't know what in the fuck was going on in this episode, but I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> it was on. <laughs> you would have needed to watch. Okay, I'll, I'll. Welcome everyone to another episode of Four Layer Takes. On this episode, we will be reviewing The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode three, Power Broker. If you had no idea what was going on, you don't know who Zemo is or Sharon, um, Marcus is going to give us some background on them, Okay. I think. If not, then I recommend just go back and watch Captain America, um, the first one. The third one. The third one. The third one. How about you probably actually need to watch Watch all all Captain Americas at some point if you're going to continue watching (laughs) Falcon and the Winter Soldier. (laughs) I mean, it's based off Captain America, so you may want some references. Uh, I'm your girl, Kim. It's me, Mimi. It's your girl, Mel. It's your boy Marcus, a.k.a. Caribbean Poppy, about to be on the beach in 24 hours. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. So are you going to be with us next week? What's, what's up with that? Oh, yeah, I'll be back. I'll be coming back on Monday. Oh, just, okay. Coming back on Monday just for y'all. <laughs> Drake will be proud of you. I mean, look at you. You're rubbing your beard all different. I mean, you just got a, a more swag, cause, swagger because you think you... <laughs> You're hitting the sands to, you know what I'm saying? You, you ain't even the same mark because I don't even recognize you right now. Who is, who, <laughs> Papa, who is this man? <laughs> I'm trying to be in a villa. <laughs> okay. That's what. Being a villa with my short shorts and my thighs out of my rumper. So, <laughs> not the rumper. <laughs> you know what? If your if your tall ass, if your tall ass in a damn rumple on the beach, please send me, please send us those photos. Cause I need I need to see that. I'm, I'm in the chat. They're gonna be there. Watch. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, well, so this episode, I uh like uh Mimi was extraordinarily confused. And I've seen all of the Captain Marvel movies. Um, but Captain I have to you mean Captain America? I'm sorry, Captain America uh, movies. Um, I was confused, but I was what what I had to understand is I was like, why is this so John Wick Wick esque? Because I was like, this ain't John Wick. Like y'all don't sit, like this. The the high table is not in this. Like who's sending all these text messages out? Like it was so much. It the editing was off to me. The writing was off to me, and it was too much that they were trying to piece together in a way that didn't always have a flow. And so I listened to. Um, uh, still watching, and uh, that's the uh, Vanity Fair recap show. And they said uh, one of the writers on it on this episode, Derek Colstad, uh, he was actually the writer of John Wick. And I was like, now it makes sense because I was just sitting here and I watched it on Friday, and I was like, I, I know I've had a little bit to drink, but not that much to where I can't follow this fucking show. This, it was, the, to me, it was, and I was like, John Wick, and John Wick doesn't fit into the Disney universe well. Like, you know, like, he just kill shots everybody. <laughs> What's happening? I was just like, where is the high table? Are we going to the Continental? That's how I felt. I was like, we're going to the Continental next. We're going to hit up the Continental. They're going to be all safe. <laughs> I don't think I remember about this. I don't think I remember understood about this episode was that the time I was watching it, and I was like, oh, this Croc Street Tunnel. And then that was it. <laughs> <laughs> After that, I ain't know nothing else going on. <laughs> I fell asleep on this episode twice. Damn. Uh, I mean, it was fine. I guess when Sharon came in, because mm-hmm. Sharon is always revenge when I see her and she's not the yes. to me. Um, yeah. So I just was like, what's happening again, Sharon? And then I had to remember who Sharon was. Uh-huh. Um, but I, and I'm sure we're gonna get to this. But I was like, we're going to we're gonna introduce Wakanda this episode. He was talking to. I said, yeah. Now, now we getting somewhere. <laughs> now we getting excited. You woke up real quick in that last scene. You're like, and I'm awake. And oh, I'm awake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that last scene, I was like, oh, you know, okay. If we get some Wakanda, I'll be back into it. But until that point, I was kind of like, mm. Yeah, when he was talking to Zima, Z- Zemo, Zemo, right, and I said Zima too. I was like, "Is this a <laughs> carbonated alcoholic beverage?" 
that they don't sell no more. <laughs> I was like, I think we're going to get Wakanda. I was like, I think it's coming. And I and then it came this episode. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Marcus, what did you think about it? Nah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, it, it, As far as like moving the narrative or the story forward, it didn't do that much. But it was like a lot of bang, bang, shoot them up in there. A lot of action. I yeah, enjoyed, and I enjoyed it. I love John Wick. Me too. I love John Wick. It just was like, yeah, that's not how I'm like, how you don't, you don't, y'all world don't operate like this. And this is not how the world of high stakes espionage moves this like, <laughs> you know, like, aren't you, aren't you guys super spies? Like everybody knows what the fuck y'all doing. Like you guys are the worst spies in the history of spy people. Very recklessly. <laughs> Very reckless. Okay, so let's get into it. So episode three, Power Broker. Um, we have the this really creepy like infomercial, this propaganda infomercial for the global reappropriation. I'm gonna say it wrong. Reappropriation Council. Did I say that right? I always say that word wrong. Yeah. So the, the GRC. So they're playing a commercial, like you know, the people that that guys, the world has changed so much since the blip. And I'm like, has it really though? Like it's the same, like it's seems to be pretty much the same. Just now you have more people that came back. So we know that the um that the new Captain America and his uh, black uh best black friend Lamar worked for this organization. So they are the ones trying to reincorporate people back in society after the blip happened, or what we like to call the snap. On uh, this first scene, we see like the new Captain America 2.0 um kind of just like trying to assert himself. I'm like, you a day late and a dollar short. You they already been here. So they was in Germany at the place. I was like, these people they been dug on. And he like says something like he was like beating up the guy. He was like, Do you know don't you know who I am? I'm like, we don't no, know your outfit. We don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Good costume <laughs> there, buddy. <laughs> who this man and why he got why he steal this man outfit? Right. Um, so they're basically kind of trying to figure out what's going on. You know, this was a set. They know that now this is one of Carly's safe houses. And we saw that in the last episode. And Lamar at the end is kind of like, well, I think they have a good point. And I'm like, guys, I don't know if I would not be a part of the Flag Smashers. Because I'm like, they are really <laughs> selling. They are really selling Flag Smashing to me. In this it only, I said that episode one and y'all looked at me like I was stupid. You did. No. I said all the villains have a point. Yeah. But I don't I, know if they're setting them up to be the villain. I mean, minus her blowing up stuff unnecessarily. I <laughs> mean, that was pretty villainous. I mean, <laughs> even old boy was like, uh, there are a bunch of innocent people in there. She's like, well, you know, Blow it hey, up. shouldn't have been there. Like, oh, just, well, damn. <laughs> okay. Bye bye, dummies. <laughs> damn, Maya Rudolph daughter. Well, yeah, I, Marcus, you did say that. And I was like, I don't necessarily agree in the in the how, but I'm like, the why does make way more sense. Like, I'm like, you guys are really like, I, I mean, I don't want to blow things up and I don't want to run around the world like that, but I can maybe be like one of their safe houses. Like I might like make a pallet on my floor for them or like, you know, make some difference <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> some cookies <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> part of the railroad yeah i'll be a part of the railroad <laughs> let me let me do let me be that part <laughs> in the next scene we see that uh sam and bucky uh go talk to zemo and um what sam doesn't know is they about to break zemo out of jail like he's in this german prison and they he, you know sam is like yeah man he's terrible but you know i know he's gonna help us and blah 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 and this will walk around the corner. I was like, he done already broke him out. Like, you were the only one. They laid the dollar short, like, uh, Captain America 2.0. Like, y'all need to speed up, guys. <laughs> you guys have to speed up with this. Um, they need Zemo because they need uh, the information about who recreated his serum, the super soldier serum. Um, he tries to, so what you see in the, in the scene when uh, Bucky goes and kind of sees him behind this, like, Hannibal Lecter glass. And I was like, he's not Hannibal. You need to bring it down a nice German prison. It's like, He's not mm. Hannibal Lecter. Like, he doesn't eat people's faces off. Like, let's calm down. So he is behind the glass and he starts saying these little words. Like, and we know that those are the trigger words that triggered um, the Winter Soldier to be, you know, kind of this death killing machine um, uh, that Bucky was. So Bucky doesn't like react to anything. I was like, his therapist is doing such a great job, even though she's really mean because he didn't react to any of those words. Let's not give credit to that white woman. We got to give credit to Shuri. Shuri was the okay, one. Okay, sh yes, she deprogrammed. 
The Wakanda. Yes. Black right. Black women saving the day. Yes. All again. The, all, all, all the time. All the time. Making it happen. Um, and then Sam is like, you know, without this dude right here is terrible. Um, he's, you know, he killed King T'Challa, as we know, that's uh Black Panther's uh dad. Um, and Marcus, correct me if I'm on which movie was this movie three Civil War that he killed King T'Challa? Or yeah. no, he didn't kill T'Challa, he killed <laughs> T'Challa's dad. Yeah, King, yeah. What's his dad's name? T'Chaka. T'Chaka, okay. King T'Chaka. Was it that was uh, uh, Civil War? That was Captain America 3 Civil War. Civil War. Okay, Captain America 3. I did not do that one. Okay, gotcha. I'm up on it. So, you know, he, uh, Sam is not for breaking him out of jail, but here he comes. Like, Bucky already did the thing, and they're now, you know, Zemo is walking out, and he's in, like, this um, kind of a car, this, like, garage with all these beautiful old cars, and uh, they're like, oh, now we're stealing cars. He was like, dude, I own all these cars. I'm a rich bitch. Like, whatever. <laughs> let me let me go do my thing. He was like, my family had money before y'all came and to- tore up my whole city. So let's make it happen. Um, and Marcus, we see that he opens one of the cars and there is a mask. And that's why I couldn't remember who he was without the mask on. So can you tell us a little bit more about like who this Zemo character is and like what he's all about? Gotcha. Big Birkin bag worth five, six figures. Um, <laughs> nah. But now, nah, Baron Zemo, he is, um, I don't know if, I guess that was the, that was the second Avengers. And the second Avengers, I don't know if you all remember the, um, the end where Ultron was trying to race Sokovia and drop back to the ground to kill. Uh-huh. He is from that, he is from that, um, from that town. So his whole gripe against the Avengers is like they they killed his family, ruined his life. So he wants to essentially that's what he spent Civil War doing, trying to destroy the Avengers and separate them, create division. Um, so he's I mean he's um kind of like a Hydra disciple, like um, mm-hmm. I don't know what you call somebody like as a Nazi studier or whatever. Well, you probably call him Nazi, but um, <laughs> but nah, he's um he's just against like they said in the show, he's just against um. Super soldiers, super soldiers, and heroes. Do you think like he thinks are destructive? But did he did he help create the super soldier? No, no, no. He like I said, he just he like the super soldier serum that mm-hmm. was it was developed by Nazis. America kind of stole the technology and perfected it, but it was developed by Hydra, and he mm. he understands Hydra. He's kind of like one of the last few remaining relics of people that actually like know Hydra and its history and the technology. But he wasn't a Hydra member. No. He was just an outside person that admired Hydra. Yeah, something like that. And then, so he, so once Bucky became Winter Soldier, he knew how to program him with these different code words. Exactly, because Hydra was the one that came up with the program. He used to work for Hydra. Yep. Got you. So he, he and um, Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, are both from Sokovia all like they're from the same place when it got raised up and all the destruction happened. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. I just want to make that connection with uh, the Wanda in the WandaVision. It's the other show that um, just happened. No, no, no. Actually, I want to say Wanda's from someplace else. Let me look that up right quick, but keep going. Okay. Hey, I uh, got so, a question. Yeah. Who is Zemo? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'll, uh, I, I'll, I'll study it on my own one day. He is a bad guy. <laughs> He's a bad guy. He, he, his Baron, is, his name is Helmet Zemo, nicknamed Baron Zemo. He's really just one of Captain America's like oldest villains. Like he's got like he's one of his rogues. Like uh, Batman has the Joker or Harley Quinn or that type of thing. He's one of Captain America's villains. That type of thing. Okay. Yeah. And for your purposes, you need to just know. That he blew up the UN and or wherever. Yeah. Where the Chaka. It's for this show, yeah. For the purpose of this show, you just need to understand <laughs> it. He hates superheroes. He's against super soldiers. And and Wakanda's after that ass. Yes. Because, yeah, because he killed that king. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So the next scene we see that Zemo um, has, he tells him like, I'm a baron, you know, before you destroyed my country as the Avengers, you know, my family's very rich, rich and wealthy. So he takes him to his jet. So he actually steals Bucky's little book. And that remember we saw like he wrote all the names down for the people that he needs to make amends to, you know, that he had done bad things when he was the winter soldier. 
Um, and he basically was like, he snatches the book back out of his hand. And he was like, if you ever touch again, I'll kill you. And, and it's um, then revealed that that's actually was Captain America's uh, little book that now Bucky has. So that means something to him. And he like, he read a name off in the book. And I think it was that the young guy that the Asian guy that he killed. Um, I think that was his name. So I was like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Um, so then I'm like, he's a very good thief too. He's this man moves. He, he moves in like, like the, the wind, like he's a very good thief. Um, and we see, you know, of course that he is still upset about what the Avengers did to his, uh, his country of Sokovia. Um, he says, what we got to do now is go to Madripoor because that's where we're going to start getting our answers. Like we basically have to go up the ladder of criminals in the criminal organization so we can figure out really what happened, what's going on, who made the super serum soldier and what's happening with it. And why did these spy smashers have it? So Madripoor, um, is a city that is brought up a lot. And what I found out was the X-Men. Um, which I have never read the X-Men comics, but they say that they go there a lot. Like that's, this is kind of like Madripoor is like the criminal underground city where all of the bad guys go and do whatever they want to do. Kind of like a lawless type of uh, tombstone type of place. So they go there. That's, they're on their way there now to kind of figure out what's going on. Uh, we also cut to see Carly um, that we know that she is the head of the Flag Smashers and she is in a small city called Latavia. Um, and she's saying goodbye to a woman that's dying. Uh, so we just see her kind of go into kind of this makeshift hospital and she's just holding the lady's hand. Um, and we don't we don't know at this time who this woman is, but you can tell that she's passing away and it's time for her to go. So we see her kind of it seems like in a lot of the episodes, she has to say goodbye to someone who, you know, has been close to her. Like so people seem to continue to die in her world. So that was pretty sad. Then we cut to the next scene and they actually, our crew has made it to Madripoor. Um, and in order for them to kind of go undercover, they have to assume uh, certain people. So Bucky has to go back to being the Winter Soldier. You have Zemo, who's just gonna be him saying his same bad self. And we see that Sam has to say he is the man named uh, Conrad Mack, who is known as the Smiling Tiger. And it was just, I was like, I don't know who this person is, but he is in some of the comic books. Um, if you, if somebody knows about it, you can drop us, uh, like, you know, drop us a note on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Let us know what you know about this, about this, um, character, but, uh, Sam had to play him. So he has to play as this bad guy, which he did a very bad job of. Yes. <laughs> this is called him striking Viper. I would, I would have liked that not more. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, it was better. So, oh, so like from Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that was my favorite that, episode. Yeah, I think that narrative would have gone down a whole nother uh, path. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's, a couple, well, there's a couple other things you might have to do in this role. Right. You're right. We just did a quick rewrite. Here's your new script. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good ass episode, though. Shout out to Black Mirror. <laughs> uh, shout out to, uh, and shout out to uh, Captain Manhattan, or uh, Dr. Manhattan. Just <laughs> <This> well. <laughs> <laughs> um so we see that in the bar bucky uh has to you know go back to being the winter soldier so he's basically you know uh uh his face is kind of blank and he they get into a little bit of fight he shows people who he really is and starts beating people up so we see that uh, zemo's like you know we got to meet this lady named sylvie and she's going to be the one to take us to the power broker but she you know we have to talk to her first to get to the power broker so uh, they ended up, you know, kind of doing this little thing in the bar and they get an audience with uh, this uh, this woman named Sylvie. Uh, Sylvie tells them, you know, there's a man named Dr. Wilfred Nagel and he uh, was hired by the power broker commissioned by him to actually recreate the super serum, so, su super soldier serum in Madripoor. So we know that now there's a person named the power broker that we don't know who it is. It's a mysterious, you know, guy at the top. Sylvie is kind of the middleman. And we know that this guy named Dr. Nagel was the person that was smart enough to recreate this serum on behalf of the power broker. So then uh, they go into Sylvie's office um, and they're kind of like asking her questions and she's, you know, Sam, uh, Sam's phone rings and I'm like, you know, oh God, you know, we, when I tell you he's supposed to blow up the spot like none other like that is the funniest shit. So his, he's trying to act like this, you know, character that he's not this bad guy and his sister calls him and the lady makes Sylvie makes him put the phone on speaker. So 
she's just asking like, well, what about the bank? And what about this? And, you know, she yelling at her kids in the background. So she basically blows up the spot. And now Sylvie has knows that they're lying about who they really are. So in the um, in this scene, this is where I put in my notes. This is this is John Wick, not Disney. So it was like a shootout. But I'm like, even before the fight started, Sylvie got killed. And I'm like, we just now started this fight. Like she got shot like that. It was very bizarre. It was very bizarre. Um, and then so we see that Sylvie gets killed. The guys uh, get out of this the, the club and they start running down the street. And as people are trying to kill them, you see there are other people in buildings above like snipers and they're shooting the bad guys to make sure that our guys get out safely. And I'm like, did they come with a bigger crew? Like, I was just so confused. Mm -hmm. Then you see cell phones go off. They're like, this person's dead and this is a bounty on these people's head. And I was like, this is not John Wick. This is not the high table. Y'all don't have gold <laughs> marks. Like, stop. How does anyone know this information so fast? Again, y'all the worst fucking spies in, in the case of spies. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm still confused because y'all mentioned um, a former Destiny Child member at some point <laughs> in this conversation. What? <laughs> y'all said something about Latavia. And I was just like, I ain't even hear that part. I ain't see that part. City. It was a oh. city. Okay. I was like, when did Latavia come into I didn't see her in the show at all. No. I would remember that. <laughs> it's a city where Carly is, it's where Carly yeah. lady died. Now, now which one is Carly? Carly she is the bad guy. guy. Carla Carly's baby Maya. Baby oh, Maya. She from No. <laughs> she was just there. She yeah. was just there. Oh, okay. Amen. Yeah. Anyway, shout out Latavia. What was that like? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is gonna be called. Now, where was Latavia? Right. Like, who, who is Carly? Like the one of the main characters in the show. She finally got her due. It, it just it took a whole Marvel movie. <laughs> shout out Latavia. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's so funny. So then we see like, so these snipers are trying to like protect our guys, like our crew. And then pops up uh, Sharon Carter. So she basically has had her crew of people, I guess, I feel like, how does she know where they are? How is she following them? <laughs> like she had her whole, she had the snipers ready to go. I'm like, she's the only one in this fucking show that's organized other than the Baron. Like, I mean, y'all too, Sam and Buckingham, y'all don't know what's going on. We're Torres and them, man. Like y'all just doing too much. So... We see that um, Sharon shows up and she is from uh, another Captain America movie and she's basically there to help protect them. And we find out that she is now a black market uh, arts dealer. So Marcus, can you tell us a little bit about who Sharon Carter is and like how she's connected to Agent Carter as well in um, this world? Okay, so Sharon Carter is just uh, Peggy Carter's, I think like niece or great niece. Mm -hmm. And we Peggy Carter is like Captain America's, um, what do you call it? Like love, his, the... That was the love of his life. Love of them. Yeah. The love of his life. But um, how Sharon Carter ends up in a situation is like uh, back in, I think, Civil War, or maybe, well, Winter Soldier. Um, the shield was taken away from Captain America, but I think Sharon stole it back. And because of that, that was like treason. So she's kind of been um, on the run since then. And I guess she's having out a magic war. And so and now we know like she she says she can't go back to America because she'll be like basically put in jail. She'll be probably court martialed and everything. And so she is now like she's on the doing the black market thing. And that and it just reminded me of like that's this again, like John Wick three when they were like in he was like shooting up everybody and they're in that uh, like art gallery or whatever with all like the mirrors of the glass. I was just like, guys, come on, guys, we got to we got to stay in the Disney world. This is not OK. But Sharon is actually, I guess, she's been the one that's, she was the one that actually protected uh, them. And then I was like, so do you think that she shot Sylvie from the outside? Because she like had everybody set up. I think right. so. Okay. All right. I, I don't know. It was a lot. Maybe a question in the episode of who is the power broker? Who is the is power broker? Sharon behind the scenes doing things. I think that was... Like one of the questions. Yeah, because I was like, it's either Sharon or it's going to be the Baron. It's going to be Zemo. Like, because they they did they move in real, they move in real, Funny. you know, shady. I'm like, I don't know about all this. I don't know how y'all all these places. I don't understand. 
So yeah, so we still don't see who the power broker is. So now we know that there's a Dr. Nagel that recreated the serum. We know that Sylvie's dead and the power broker, we still don't know who that person is. And that Sharon now has been kind of watching this cruise back because she was the one that actually saved them uh, uh, in the alley in Madripoor. So Sharon tells them, you know, I know where we can find this doctor. She, fi- she finds out where, they can, where she can find him. <clears throat> and again, it sounds like that's super, you know, fast. You move really fast there, super, you know, super spy, um, red, red flag. So she says he's at the shipping yard at this like shipping uh, container yard and he's in container 4261. And I just wrote that 4261 down just in case that popped back up somewhere else. I don't know. We just need to make sure we have it in our notes. So he's in like kind of in this hidden door in the container. So they go back. Um, uh, Zemo, um, Bucky and Sam go back in and Sharon's like, I'll watch y'all back out here. And I just put in my notes, Sharon kills everyone. Like she just out there killing people, just murdering people and stabbing and shooting people. And I was like, we're happened to your sniper friends. Like you need to bring friends, guys. Everyone, when you go to, to do like shady things and spy business, get you some friends to have your back. Because they'll they'll shoot people for you, or just take Sharon with you. Because she was she was bad. Like that that was a good scene. That was a hot scene when she was shooting up all those people. Like, I, I mean, like I I still don't know who she is, but uh, <laughs> you know, she was um she was shooting people. She was handling business. Whoever she was, she was doing a great job. Right. So Sharon's outside and she's you know handling business, making sure that the guys are okay. And they go inside, and Doctor Nagel tells them uh, that you know he you know. Um, uh, when Hydra failed, the CIA, our government hired him and they, they wanted to actually help. They wanted him to recreate the serum. So he says um, the CIA had a sample of blood that from a failed test subject. And he was able to use that trace sample of serum in that person's blood to recreate the super soldier serum. Um, so he says, that's how I was able to create it. So we know who, you know, we find out who that person is. Um, and that was who we met last, um, last episode, Isaiah. Yep. And it does piss you off. Like, and I, I felt like this to me, just, um, I think Marcus, you brought up like Nazis and we know like after World War II, a lot of the Nazi scientists that had been doing all of this, you know, human testing and all of this really terrible things uh, to people's bodies, a lot of the they a lot of them came to work in the United States or in Euro, different European countries. They gave them asylum. They, you know, excused their war crimes so that they could help our governments do do bad things as well. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of that same thing. Um, so he says uh, his his version was different than the original. He was like, I my version wasn't to bulk people up. So then that made me think of uh, the poor um, Dr. Banner. So he was like, it's not going to make you look crazy, but you're going to look like the same person you are. It's just going to give you this super strength. So that's kind of how his was a little bit different. Um, he said, uh, then, um, you know, this is how everything happened. But right before I was suppo- you know, supposed to make things happen with the power broker, I got blipped. So we find out that he was actually disappeared during the blip. When he came back, that's when the power broker hired him and he created 20 vials of the serum, but Carly stole them. So I'm just like, this Carly, you know, I, she just is, she, her resume is just really winning me over, guys. <laughs> it's really winning me over. I mean, <laughs> she looks like she's 17 years old. So how she's like a baby. She's like a baby. <laughs> I mean, do we know where she came from other than i mean she visited latavia she ain't from there she has a I british see. accent she has a british accent no 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 she know latavia she know latavia <laughs> she knows latavia yes before she got kicked out the first version of destiny south yes okay okay mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. becoming clear now carly is latavia's revenge that's <laughs> destiny's child yes before uh-huh. we Carrie Hilson tried. <laughs> mm-hmm. She she will come into the story later. Yeah, she's yeah, she's okay. in the next episode. She's in the next episode. You just okay. keep up. You keep up the way you're keeping up. Just keep up the okay. way you're keeping up. You're gonna you're gonna win this card. You're gonna win it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then but so no Dr. no time out for real, for real. We don't know uh-huh. anything about Carly. That's her name. We're gonna find out a little bit about Carly in this episode. We are, you did it, but we will. I will, we will tell you a little bit about her. Okay, okay. You did not find out anything. We will, we're gonna tell you a little bit about Carly in this episode. Okay. I believe that you missed all of all of that. All oh. of her. 
backstory as to why she's doing this. <laughs> this episode literally told us it's like, just the three of us, not the four of us, but we're going to, we're going to, this is what this is for. Friends supporting friends. Again, guys, if you go into battle, if you don't know what's happening on a show, friends help friends. We don't let, we don't let the people behind. Okay. So the Dr. Nagel says, Carly called him and he said, uh, asking him, can you help a lady named Donia Madani? Um, she's dying of tuberculosis and she's in a displacement camp. We find out like because of overpopulation, now we have these displacement camps all over the world. And I feel like, you know, that was kind of Thanos's <laughs> point, point of the blip, but we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep moving along for that. <laughs> um, and Zemo, they're, they're like, well, Zemo's like, well, did you help her? He was like, that man was like, hell no, and my mother gave my spy help that bitch. So he wasn't really messed up about it. So Dr. Nagle is just not a good guy, like, period. Um, and so then uh, it's asked of him, like, uh, do you have any of the samples of the serum that you recreated in this lab right now? And before he was able to answer, Zemo basically gets a gun and shoots him, like, kills him dead. And I was like, uh, he didn't even get to answer. And I'm sure there's some stuff here. So we just need to like gather up some, some documents, get the computers, gather some documents. Let's get some vials. Let's just run out of here. Um, but right when that happened, Sharon enters the lab and it's like, guys, you know, it's hot out here on this block. We got to get out of here. Shit's going down. We got to go. So as she's doing that, and as they're trying to leave the lab, the lab blows up because somebody had like one of those missile launchers and basically blows up the lab from outside. They um they get out, they get out, and it's like this is where like the buddy cop comes into it because you see like Sam and Bucky like arguing back and forth. We're supposed to go left, we're supposed to go right. There's no leader in this group. There is no Captain America in this group. So they just kind of like trying to make it work the best they can. And my first question was like, where's Zemo ass though? Because he done killed the doctor, he done disappeared. And I'm like, uh, you need he needs to be literally like, you know how they when some of the um He's a, you know, like, you know, like you've been in the airport with those little kids, the parents have little backpacks with the little leashes on the kids. <laughs> yes. I fucking love seeing that, y'all. That's like, that makes my whole day. Anytime I see a little child on a leash, it makes my whole day. I think it's the funniest thing I've ever like, oh, I just feel so little... sad for them and you crack up at them. I, I, <laughs> I understand those parents because my little cousin growing up uh, had to be on one of those for a minute. And I was like, oh, that motherfucker bad right there. I and know. And like the little backpacks are always like cute little animal backpacks. And they're yeah. probably like, oh, mommy's gonna give me something. They're like, no, we're keeping you on a leash, you little idiot. Like, it's you don't, so funny. You don't get on a leash by being a, a good child. Being good. Exactly. <laughs> At all. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they make it outside. And um, as they're trying to get going, we see Zemo pop up and he has like his criminal mastermind mask on. And he's like killing people and shooting people. And He's saving their lives, but I'm like, hey, you've really gone full bad guy now. We just need you to go like 60, 70% bad guy. He's just really leaned into it and now is back in his trench coat and his um, his criminal mask. But he does save them and he comes, he just like pulls around the corner in this car. And I'm like, who brought you this car? Did you have this car here already? Like, where did this car come from? Did Destiny's Child bring you this car? It was just <laughs> very, very bizarre. <laughs> did y'all like did it seem weird because before he took his mask off he was like he said he said a word but i couldn't figure out what it was like he, did he say like hello or like something in the car he just gets in the car i was like what is happening it was very bizarre that was very not john wick because john wick shows you how he gets shit done and like this was not john wick-esque <laughs> um so he get the guys hop in the car and then we see like the funny part if you remember in captain america like Sam wouldn't move the seat up for Bucky. And then Sam's like, in the back seat, he's like, you're not gonna move the seat up. He's like, nope. And I was like, oh no, you need to be the, be a, be the bigger person, Sam, come on, or, or uh, Bucky. So Sharon, um, then we see Sharon, she walks around the corner and then she has a car waiting with this other lady. And she's like, I got a lot to tell you, there's a lot going on, let's get in this car and let's go. And I'm just like, Dude. wait, what is going on? <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I was. We just, know. We definitely know you. It was, it was on the TV, and you know, on the TV. <laughs> but it was just a lot. So I'm just like, a, where did that car come from? This, it, that, that's why I was like, well, maybe Zemo is the power broker because it seemed like everything he had everything set up and ready to go before they even got there. Because like I know he has. We saw that he had a whole warehouse full of cars, but this blue car just popped up, and I'm like, somebody had to bring this to you. Did that old man from the airplane bring. He can't even on the track. 
was like a thousand years old. <laughs> it, was a, <laughs> like, it was a nice car. I remember it was that. beautiful. It was beautiful. So, um, so he, so then we see that they, you know, they get away. So now everybody's kind of doing their own thing. Sharon's doing her thing. Zemo's back with the guys doing, doing their thing. And now really who the fuck is this power broker? We know that the doctor is dead. Um, I was wondering, did Zemo maybe pick up some of the serum in the lab? Because the doctor never, Dr. Nagel never said they killed him before he was ever able to say, oh, there is some serum in the lab. And, and Zemo was like looking around. He found the gun. How did he know there was a gun in the lab? And it was just too many like coinkydinks for me. It was a lot of coinkydinks. So I don't know. He's, I think he has really, now he's back into his criminal mastermind. Uh, The next scene we see, and and this one is going to be for Mimi. um, We see (laughs) Carly. Carly's now in another place called Lithuania. Now she is not a member of Destiny's Child in any way, shape or form. But is this scene? (laughs) So So we see Carly and she's talking to this, he has to be one of the most beautiful fucking people I've ever seen on television. Oh, the Asian guy? Like, Who yes. is it? He's like, he was, and then he has this gorgeous, uh, like Australian British accent. Like, who? Who are you? I love you. I want to have your babies. Like, I will go into the flag smashers. I will fl- I will smash all the flags. I will take the serum. I love you. Oh my God. <laughs> clearly, funny. clearly I'm going through it over here. It was, it was red wing last. At least she moved from a but, human. But I'm just I'm just from, thinking about all all the shows we reviewed and all the babies Mel has wanted to have with different, she wanted to have William and Christina baby. And now she was like, you can't have everybody baby Mel. Like, she could. Erica Badu said that was why she got all them babies with them different rappers because. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna have like a menagerie. I'm gonna be like a Mia Farrow, just like a menagerie of children, all these different types of kids all over the place. Right. <laughs> it's coming that Dallas water, huh, Erica? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you you right about that. What y'all know about them Texas girls? It's crazy. Yeah, we did come full circle back to Destiny's Child. You know? Listen, I will always bring you guys back. I will always bring you back. Trust me. <laughs> uh, so we see that Carly's talking to, uh, again, the most beautiful man that we've all ever seen in our whole lives. And <laughs> um, <laughs> they're meeting outside of this kind of like, you can see it's uh, like a military kind of uh, location. And we find out that he and her met in Madripoor. Um, he said he was working security um, and that uh, this was Madripoor, you know, was the only place that they could go. Like kind of, you could tell that they were refugees, that they didn't have a lot. And um, she says, well, you know, I maybe one, if this was different then I maybe could have been a teacher like Mama Donna, uh, Donna. And we know that that, that was a lady that passed away in Latavia, the location, um, as she has tuberculosis. So she passed away. So it seems as though Carly was uh, a child who was either abandoned or orphaned and Mama Donia uh, took care of them. So I think maybe maybe she was a teacher that took care of them after something bad happened or maybe before right before the blip happened or something. So it seems like this woman took care of a number of orphan children and kind of tried to raise them and help them. And Carly was one of these children that didn't have much. You know, she said they were they were refugees. So maybe she was in some kind of a camp. So now we're kind of seeing this picture put together and it seems like the people uh, that are in her group, the Splash Smashers, they all kind of come from the same environment. And they both confirmed that they both took the super serum soldier and they were like, you know, we took it. We were both scared. But what did we have? We didn't have anything to lose. Like we didn't have anything. We needed to take care of ourselves and people that we loved. So we know that um, that Mama Donia was a teacher and that she took care of, of it seems like orphan children. I have a dumb question. Where did they originally get it from? Get what from? <laughs> get what from? The, the, the serum. Like, how did so Carly beautiful stole, man... So Carly stole the serum from the power broker, whoever the power broker is. She stole the 20 vials. But we don't know how she stole it. No, not we yet. Don't. Not yet. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, do you mean how did she originally get the super soldier serum to take it? Or how did she get it to from the power broker which one do you mean ain't that the same thing this is no. same thing like then she steal it and then take from it the, or mm-hmm. oh she stole it from them yeah I, 
okay, now I'm lost, but I'm back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, so Carly, Carly and the crew stole the super serum soldier from the power broker. So they have the 20 vials. And then we find out in this same scene that she has more of the serum left. So that's the, that's why the power broker wants her. That's why everybody wants Carly, really, because a they around splash, you know, smashing up things, being Robin Hoods, and they actually have more of the serum uh, she has, but they all haven't taken it yet. So everybody want everybody on everybody riding Carly, and they 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 want what she got, and she was like, "Fuck y'all, I'm about to go help these poor people in these camps and people that's dying." Again, her resume is just building up for me. Um, uh, when everybody, she said, you know, when everybody returned, you know, from the blip, she said we were out on the streets. So again, that's why she's irritated with the people, who, the government organization, the GRC, they're helping the people that return from the blip, but you're not helping the people that were already here and the people that were displaced. Think about the people that all, that all the kids who lost their parents. So in my mind, I'm thinking maybe her mom and dad got taken away during the blip and then they didn't have, she didn't have anywhere to go. She was an orphan and a refugee. I don't know this story. This is in my, the story in my mind I'm telling myself. So then that's how they ended up in Madripoor and that's when she took, uh, takes the serum. Didn't the blip last five five years? Yep. Yeah. They, yeah. But they make it seem like it was 30 years. That's why I'm like, not a lot changes. You know, I mean, my, uh, don't let me knock on wood because a lot has changed our last two years. But I was like, they didn't have COVID-19 right during the blip. So. So, but it seems like, but I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, so if half the, the world's population goes away, like that's engineers, that's doctors, that's, you know, people that run our water systems, it's our moms and dads, it's our grandparents, it's, you know, so I could imagine that like the, everybody is thrown off course because so many people that help keep our societies running just disappeared. So, you know, and, I, and then I was thinking about all the kids that's parents are gone now. I think about planes that that if, if you were a pilot that ran into a building somewhere that you just dropped out of the sky. So I'm like, oh. huh? Keep going. Okay. You know, I, I go all I go I go crazy blip my, my, my even though I haven't like I did go back and watch um uh which the the movie that I hate most of anything any movie I've ever seen in this whole genre even more than um then Ultron, I went and watched Infinity Wars again this weekend, but I was so tired I couldn't watch the next one. I just I just couldn't do it, guys. It was too much going on in my life. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> I fucking hate Infinity Wars so much. Okay, moving on. That was just my little book. So um, so we do see that now Carly even knows that now the Dr. Nagel is dead, um, and that you know, now she is the last one with the super the super soldier serum. And again, I'm like, how is y'all getting this information is really speeding up, guys. They have they must be on five, they must be on 5G because they are really making things happen. Uh, I mean, it's the year 2023. Think about it. It's 2021 now. Something yeah. happened. Like take DMX. Mm-hmm. We found out about DMX really fast. Yeah. But it was but then we had it was conflicting information as well. So like, oh no, he's this. Oh no, it's this thing. And I'm like, okay, what's the what's the story, guys? This is too much. It's just too much. I still don't know the story. Is he still in ICU? I don't want to know the story. Is he still just in ICU? Per what I know. Mm -hmm. But he's off of, um, he doesn't have help breathing, but he's he's just in ICU. So uh Captain, so we see Captain Trudeau, his best black Lamar. Um, they are still trying to track down everybody. Keep saying his best black friend Lamar. (laughs) (laughs) And I love his name Lamar too. I love that. Because I thought you had made that up. I was like, is he saying Lamar for real? That does sound like a, a good that do sound like a, a best black friend. Like if you had a best black friend, his name would be Lamar. His name should be Lamar. (laughs) I think it all checks out. So we see that they are trying to like uncover the case. Again, they a day late and a dollar short. They way behind. So they finally make it to the German prison. I'm like, he been broke out. They know they have, they've done like 27 crimes and y'all still on on square one. So he, so we see in this scene that Captain America, and Marcus, you told us this already, he's willing to break the law and do bad things to get what he wants or to get things, get the job done where we know that Captain, the original Captain America wasn't, he was, he was that, you know, uh, that moral compass kind of person. So we see them kind of, kind of come up with a game plan because they're going to now have to, they know that Sam and Bucky helped break out, um, uh, uh, 
Zemo. But now they're like, we need now we need to prove it. And, you know, and Lamar was like, you can't just be throwing those accusations around. You know, these people are very loved They're You know, they're on our side. And he was like, no, they're not on our side. We're going to break it up. Then we're going to break this case. And people aren't going to care how we do it once we do it, which is never the way to think. That's like that's corrupt cop talk. Like, that's not OK ever. Um, so then we see them trying to do their thing. And then we go back to the airplane where we see our crew. They're back on the um, the plane with the old man, his old butler. And uh, Sam is basically starting to regret giving away the, sh- the shield. And he was like, I- I'm really, maybe I shouldn't have given away the shield. You know, I- I'm, I'm going to get it back and I'm going to destroy it. And then Bucky's like, no, I'm going to take it back. You know, don't worry. I'm going to get the shield back. You know, this was this meant so much more than what people give it credit for. Um, so then Sam also has uh, gotten with Torres and Torres. He's like, find out who uh, Donya is. Torres like quickly calls him back. Like Torres be on it. Torres be in, in wherever he is in the world. But he be getting that, that research done. So he's like, uh, she just died. She's in a small um, uh, town. She died in a small town by the Baltic Sea, which we know is a Destiny's Child 2.0 as well. <laughs> so there but then Zemo's like old man turn this plane around we got places to go so he like I guess sticks his you know super criminal mask back in his like back pocket and they are on their way uh now to where Mama Donia um has passed away because I know that's the last place that Carly was seen so then we cut to a scene the next scene um is where Carly is um uh, Carly and her crew have gone and basically broken into a, a army garrison, kind of like a, a, a warehouse where the army uh, in this in the G um, the GRC has stored like supplies, and they're basically robbing them and taking the supplies. She was like, "Y'all have had these six these supplies for six months. Like this could be helping people. You're just sitting on them." And she was like, "You know, fuck that noise. Catch me later with that. We about to take this and help people right now. Like people are dying. You need to you need to be helping people." And so her and the most beautiful man we've ever seen in our lives, like they go and get all this <laughs> stuff. And as they're sitting in the car, you know, all of their trucks roll out and we just see, she says, put on your seatbelt. And I'm like, yeah, we should always put on our seatbelts, guys. But it's because she has now planted a bomb in the building where people were and uh, basically blows up the building. And he was like, that's not what we're about. And she was like, bitch, that's exactly what we're about. We're about this. That's what I'm this about. Is, <laughs> that's what I'm, yeah. But she's like, people don't listen to you until you do things like this. And we know that that's definitely the thinking of, you know, terrorist organizations, that's the thinking of a lot of or type of organizations, like no one's listening to us. We need we need to make a statement. So then you do this big action where you kill people. Um, and that's how now they're going to get noticed. So they drive off and we see now there are people that are, you know, probably a lot of people have died in this building because we saw when they took the supplies that they had kind of tied up the, the um, military men and they were stuck in that building. <clears throat> so they drive off. Then to me, the one of the best, like after the agent uh, Carter, like beating up the people at the, the stockyard, I thought that this was the best scene. Um, they get to Latavia and Kat, I mean, um, Sam, Bucky and Zemo are kind of walking down the streets and uh, Bucky's like, well, I'm going to take a walk. Like, just give me a, you know, give me a minute. And he starts picking up these little like round balls, like these little black balls. I'm like, what is he picking up? Like, is he picking up litter? Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And we find out it's kind of like a little trail that's leading him to one of our Wakandan warriors, Ayo. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. And she was like, I need to see Zemo ASAP right now, today, yesterday, and tomorrow. You were his ass at. <laughs> she looked phenomenal. She looked like a beautiful Nubian goddess. I was like, where her, where's her staff? Is she going to kill some people? Like, let's just start fighting now. Let's just go for another hour. Let's just start fighting. Let's just do that. Right. So now, um, as we know, Bucky, uh, as the winter soldier, he had to be deprogrammed, um, like Marcus said a little bit earlier, in Wakanda by uh, Yuri. And he has a, definitely a connection uh, with Wakanda. And he said, you know, it's the only place in the world he ever felt peace was there in Wakanda. So we know that now Wakanda is entering this world uh, today. And so I think it's really, really, it's going to be really interesting on how they are all now how this next storyline or this group of people gets entered because we know there's no black panther um so who's the representative like is it just the military is it yuri is it who shiri yuri whatever she becomes black panther like later of comics i think she actually becomes black panther or something like that so i think that is where they could potentially take this 
I feel like they would have taken it there, but they they have kind of cut ties with her. The young lady who's the actress um, after oh. she made comments about the COVID-19 uh, vaccines. So I don't know if she is still contractually a part of this world. So I don't know what that's going to look like. Well, they could recast her. Mm-hmm. They could definitely recast her. Yeah, they could recast her. Um, or we could, you know, see some other superstars. I'm like, maybe Killmonger is, it didn't die because we never saw I mean, Mbaku. Now, if we got Mbaku coming back, yeah. you know. I'm, I'm down for it. I'm, I want all of it. I want all of it. So that's how we end this episode of, this is not, I, I call this, this the episode, not quite John Wick. Um, but the ending was really hot. So I'm excited that now Wakanda is entering the, the chat and they coming on Zoom and they want to know what's going on. And they, they trying to, they're going to fuck up Zemo because he killed their king. And he ain't going to, you got to put your little mask on and, and, and hide behind your mask and get your little fancy cars. Like these ladies right here, they will fuck you up. <laughs> I know they're not going to recast. Um, oh, they said they weren't Black Panther. Um, but I was like, I, I wonder... It. I wonder, I was looking at, um, at, at well, what's his name? Aldous Hodges. He's going to be in the new DC. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, I was like, because he's, I mean, he's been in a lot of shit, but a lot of people just don't know him. Like he could walk down the street and you would know him. <laughs> I was just like, I wonder if he, you know, I wouldn't mind maybe if they use somebody who's not so known or somebody like him or something. Like, you know, he seems to be getting into the, what do you say, like recasting or like if if they decided, like I, I would like it to be someone not so recognizable. I, he just came to mind because I saw that he was going to be in the new DC. He seems to be like working out and buffing up to start being these superhero type people. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he looking good. He looking good on the IG. He looking good on that on that putting that IG. Uh-huh. He look what? He looking good on that IG. I was like, I mean, he looking real thick and swole. I'm like. You know, milk, milk does a body good. So, I mean, at first I thought that <laughs> nothing could do it until we saw Malcolm and Marie, and I totally was like, no. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus, I, please no, don't. No. <laughs> please don't. No. So. No. I don't know. I feel like the, the world is open. Um, They've been so t- so tight-lipped about everything um but i feel like you you do have you have an established cast already with the first black panther that you could do some different interesting things with if you're not going to recast black panther i truly don't believe that they will never recast him again i i don't i just i think he will be i think they didn't have to do the death story to now have you know this the the new or it's an or it's another timeline you know that's i'm like they could easily do a multi we're, we're already they're already doing multiverse shit like could you just do a multiverse where where is the time where is the time stone like i, I never i never watched um in games so i literally don't know where it is like is it still with is this did it go back to uh in in game did the time stone go back to um dr strange yeah okay so he has it so he could he could make some things happen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, Black Panther 2 is coming out next summer, so we gotta, we'll gotta. we start finding information soon. So, and, and I would be happy if it is the warrior. I, if it's the warriors, this uh, the all-women badass Wakandan warrior story, I'm down for that, too. What do they call? Because I've been calling them everything but the Dora right... Huh? The Dora Milaje. Dora I've heard Dora Milaje. I've heard Dora Milaje. I think, you know, it's just depending on how you feel that day. Sometimes you're in the Milaje mood. No, I was saying sometimes you feel like Beyonce. Sometimes you feel like Kelly. Sometimes you feel like Latibia. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm excited for next week. Um, I, I haven't looked at who wrote the episode, but I hope that this same writer is not on the ep- on this next episode. Um. I'm praying about that, uh, but not I'm praying. Yeah, I'm like, I this was all. I was so I was like, what is happening? It made me want to go watch John Wick, which it should have made me want to go watch Captain America. And I was like, oh, let me, let me go look at some Keanu again. <laughs> so so many kill shots. Um, I've still never seen John Wick. It's good. It's a lot of good action. It's a lot of kill shots, but it's very violent. But it's it's good. They're good. It's a good action. Um, it's a good action. Uh, and Agent Carter, I wanted to let people like you can also go back 
um, probably on one of the streaming platforms. And Agent Carter did have her own uh, TV show um, uh, that was maybe like maybe 10 years ago. They put it out there before Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so you could watch that. And I, I thought Revenge, too. I was like, but you know what? I feel like if they match Sharon Carter with a really dynamic partner, she could have a show, too. Because she was really doing a good job with that fighting. She was like fighting and fighting. Yeah, yeah. that's all I think. <laughs> she was fighting and fighting. She's not a great actress to me. <laughs> She's very one note. She's very one note. Mm. Very one. Watch her in Brothers and Sisters. She's uh, she's pretty. She's, she's got a good. She's just minus the act, minus the action. Yeah, I like her. I I, I share something about that. You know, I like she's her a lot. Very Meg Ryan to me. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give you this monotone, and I'm going to put you to sleep. I'm going to lull you. Is yeah. that why I fell asleep? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> There's many other reasons you probably fell asleep. <laughs> I feel I like, like maybe, you know, your husband, was your husband watching it with you? I think that maybe you guys team up and watch it together. Was he awake? Did he like a captain? Or did no. he just give up? He was like, I'm giving up. Because up. he's like me. But okay, I saw the the trailer for the new Loki. First of all, whatchamacallit is going to be in there. Um, Ruby. What are they? From uh, mm-hmm. Lovecraft Country. She's somebody yeah. in it. Anyway, yeah. um, and I turned to him and I was just like, I'm so tired of Marvel. I ain't watching 40 fucking movies to try to understand what's <laughs> happening. I'm just not. I absolutely am not. So it's, that's, it's, that's what we were like. We were like, I don't know what's going on. And I refuse to go back and watch three movies <laughs> just to try to understand what's going on. So <laughs> <laughs> the Loki trailer looks so I've watched it like 20 times. It's so good. I can't wait. I can't wait. So we have Loki coming out and Black Widow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I'm still trying to figure out what they're going to do because Black Widow died. So literally doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can give it up. Why does, why does it literally not matter? Because you don't like it or you're going to like it either way. What are you, why does it not? Because of Scarlett Johansson. Like, I'm trying to understand why. why? Nah, nah, I'm not. I mean, Scarlett she's fine. My issue with it, that movie should have been released a long time ago. But because they're trying to do like a money grab on it, that they keep pushing it back. Like, and, and at this point, like she really doesn't matter. She's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I don't know. I'm excited. I like mm-hmm. I like Black Widow. She's one of my favorite characters, so I'm excited to. I'll yeah, I don't care. I'll see the movie. I'll pay for it. I'll see it. I don't I don't mind. I'll pay for it on TV. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Um, because I miss the movie going experience so much. Like I'm like, I'll pay it. It's not that big of a deal. Like, but didn't Loki die? Yeah. Yeah, but Loki. Loki. Yeah, it's you're you're looking at different. So in the Loki show, you're going to be looking at the multi. Think of think more multiverse. It's not going. You're not seeing the same Loki in that in that show. If you watch, the, like, if you watch the even even when you watch his name um, on the screen, like at the like in the credits, it it changes constantly because he's going through time differently. It's he won't even be the same person in the show, or the same timeline. Time is not is is a flat circle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know when we start talking about time and multiverse, yeah. it all not it. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, what, it gets crazy. Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. What was Hippolata. her name? Hippolata. I'm gonna need Hippolata to come and tell me what's happening with the timelines and the multiverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so smart. She's so smart. So that's it, guys. That's all we got for the Power Broker episode three. I'm looking forward to uh, next week when Wakanda enters the group chat. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm I am here for it. I am ready. Let's do yes, it. I'm so excited. Only three episodes left. Really? Yeah. We have yeah. to do the season. Man, this stuff is going so fast. It's crazy. It's nuts. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us again for another layer of four la- another episode of Four Layer Takes. Time out uh, before we bef- before we um jet off. Mm-hmm. Um, this is completely off topic, but I want I meant to mention it before. Uh-huh. Did anybody watch the verses? Because these memes no. <laughs> about Ron Isley have no. sent me. <laughs> I did not no. watch. 
But this sketch with Avion, Spice Adams, and I don't know who the other guy is playing it's Steve funny. Harvey. Wait, oh, wait, 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 I haven't seen that. What's that on? I just didn't see it on the internet. It's on Twitter. Like, go, go on Twitter and uh, look, like, go on trending because it was trending yesterday. They okay. do a quick, they did a quick sketch of them. That shit was so funny. <laughs> All I saw was several memes that was like, hey, Ron Isley, if you know how to, check your DMs. <laughs> but Ron's always been the zaddy. I was like, why? I mean, but he, I was like, he looked more zaddy-ish now because, because he had that nice the white beard and he had that bad, well, he might have had the perm, but you just couldn't see it under the hat and the shades and he had to, yeah. I was like, oh, with that, ch- with that chill, I was like, right. okay. <laughs> y'all forgot that Ron was in jail. Y'all don't forgot all about that. I didn't forget that. I we forget ain't that. nobody. That doesn't disqualify you from zaddy status. Or zaddy, I guess. <laughs> he was sending them social security checks and everything. I was like, well, you know, I mean, he served his time. <laughs> he, he needs more chinchillas. <laughs> right. I did yeah. not watch it. I've never seen a versus. I'm, I'm really, I, you guys, I'm the worst black person in the, in the black people in America. So I did it. I've never seen a versus, but I love hearing about it the next day. <laughs> the, yeah. First of all, the DMX Snoop versus. That's that good. Was it was good. The, I I didn't see this. It's only I've only missed like two of them. I didn't see it. I just saw the memes. Um, yeah. And I the only versus well not the only but I forget the one with Beanie Man and um Bounty Killer. Bounty Killer. Yeah. I, was, I missed that one. That was a good versus, but I thought it was funny because it was like right it, almost at the beginning of the pandemic, and they mm-hmm. were like together in a small room like two feet from each other and I was like y'all that's missing the point of the versus setup like it's not supposed to be a concert because we're trying to avoid the virus but they didn't give a shit it was like you know they was into it, it was a good one anyway but it depends uh, on what vibe you in because T-Pain Lil John, like that's a good vibe one you can go back and look they, yeah. they've had some sleepers they have like Gladys and Patty. I was like, Oh, Gladys and Patty, they tell one more story. <laughs> and I think uh, that's but that's what's cool about about the verses is you don't really ever know what you're gonna get until you get it. Like, you know, you just just come with open mind, open heart, and we just gonna do we're gonna take this experience together. I love watching everyone have the experience together. That's as fun to me because I'm right. I'm literally I'm not watching, but I'm watching Twitter. A black Twitter go crazy for verses. It, the, the fact that it's Tuesday and the shit is still number one trending and it's still all over my Twitter account. I ain't never seen it. It's right. just fun. It's just it's fun that everybody can have a good experience together and right. a fun, like we can let go a little bit. So shout out to black people for being so creative and trying to get us together and get make you make it through this. Global pandemic. I know. But I, I, you know, I didn't want to uh, break the topic, but I, I just, I felt like it would be remiss of us not to mention the the zaddy moment that uh, <laughs> Run Isley <laughs> gave us in them damn It's like, I got to bring that up. So, yeah. I mean, I love- and then you saw his wife was like a 25-year-old girl. I mean, I don't think she's 25, but she's definitely way younger than him. I think she's our age. I think she. I right. think our age because I looked Thank it up goodness. when they got married or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, I think yeah. <laughs> she she may be she may look twenty five because you know I still had little nineteen year old piece of delivery boys trying to hop. I'm just <laughs> saying I may still look like I'm fresh out of college, but I damn <laughs> sure ain't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Ron, none I, of us look our age. Like no, no, nobody on this right now looks our age. No, but Ron Osley is like 80, so she like yeah, he looks good. If if she 40, like yeah. that yeah. is young for him. That's super young. Yeah, crime crime has really done him well. So <laughs> <laughs> right. crime and chinchillas do you well. Mm, okay. <laughs> Shout anyway. out to all the black people in versus. That was it was that was a good moment. That was a good moment for 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 the culture. Yeah. Anyway. Anything else happened important in Black America? They sold verses to somebody, didn't they, for like thriller million dollars or something? Yeah, they, they sold it to Triller. That's a network. Oh, okay. Nice. Who owned it? Timbaland and Swiss Beats. Oh. Nice. 
Okay. They are so forward thinking. They are so forward thinking. I, those two, I, I tell you, wow. they're always, whatever, what's the hot next thing? I, I love that. They're so innovative. Well, good looking out. Enjoy all y'all's money. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to wrap it up there. Um, and again, thank everybody for joining us for this episode. Uh, episode three, The Power Broker, um, for uh, the crew at Four Layer Takes. If you uh, want to tell us who the smiling tiger it really is, is that his name? Did I make that up? No, smiling tiger. Yeah, smiling tiger. Yeah, smiling tiger. You want to let us know who that is since we don't know. We, we haven't followed that comic. Please drop us, you know, a mention or some information um, on Facebook or on, you can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, and please, you know, rate and review us on iTunes. That's how we get recognized and get noticed and um, are promoted on iTunes. So please rate and review us. Let us know how you think that we're doing. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, if you have any um, ideas for what you would like to hear us uh, do next, what recap you have to, what, what you would like to hear us recap or talk about next, you know, please let us know. So we uh, will be ready to hear from you soon. So thanks so much. Have a good one. Be safe. Get your COVID shot. Bye. Bye. Bye.